Hello there, you're listening to Manufacturing Tomorrow, brought to you by the Ohio Manufacturing Institute at The Ohio State University. I'm Katherine Kelly, your host. Today, we are speaking with Dusty Alexander, President and CEO of Global Shop Solutions, an international ERP software provider for small to mid-sized manufacturers. This family-owned company is headquartered in the Woodlands, Texas, and has offices in Mexico, Europe, Asia, New Zealand, and Australia. The company has been in business for more than 40 years with over 300 employees supporting industry on-premise and cloud-based ERP software. Dusty began working with Global Shop Solutions in 1988, progressing from sales representative to vice president of ERP software sales before taking the helm as president in 2005. He earned a bachelor's degree in business from Baylor University. Dusty, welcome to the show. Hey, Catherine. Thank you so much for, for having me and big fans of Ohio State, too. Good to hear that. Um, what types of ERP services does Global Shop Solutions provide to manufacturers? Yeah, I like that question because it's you, you said the word services, too. So, so not only does Global Shop provide, you know, a fully integrated ERP software package from quote to cash, which includes everything from, you know, the initial CRM, production, inventory, scheduling, quality, all the way through accounting. Um, but we provide, I think this is unique, a little unique with us. We provide all the professional services that a manufacturer would need to either execute a new project or work with us on a continual basis. And that includes, uh, you know, the system designers, consultants, developers, tech support, software engineers, each project's a little different, whatever they need. So Global Shop has the person power to implement successfully these projects. And I, I know with a lot of those small to mid-sized manufacturers, they don't usually have that type of in-house expertise. I, uh, Catherine, you nailed that. Um, we have 1,750 of them around the world, top level. Top level means you could have a customer, like we have a customer in Pennsylvania that runs us at 22 facilities. Um, there's, you know, We don't count every single facility. It's 1,750 top level. And each one of them are a little bit unique. And that's why you got to have the boots on the ground to, to make those folks success, successful. And what are the primary industries that you serve? Okay. So uh, primary industries, we've got 25 that we've identified. Some of the biggest ones being aerospace, uh, medical, automotive, oil and gas, and then people who make product lines just all over the place. If you're using some sort of raw material to make a finished good, um, you know, I'm a little biased, but I think we're the best in the world in helping you deliver a quality part on time every time. How has or has it changed your portfolio of offerings over the last couple of decades? You know, given the wide expanse of industries that you are working with, have you become more specialized? Yeah, that's a great question. So, I mean, our offerings have expanded over the years um, as we, you know, assist customers from different industries. Um, I think what what makes us unique again is is my, my right-hand guy, Mike Melzer, and I, we try to visit five to 10 customers every single month and just something we try to do every single month. And we're always looking and listening and trying to come up with new innovative ideas 
that we can lean out these companies and make them more efficient and make them where they can compete, especially against overseas competition successfully. So um, based on the discussions I've had with manufacturers, there's um, this inherent distrust of cloud-based services. I think that's changing. Um, yeah. How do you convince them that their data will remain secure and that they'll be able to reliably access their information, you know, especially during a power outage, for example? Yeah, so there, there, I think initially there was a real distrust of cloud services. I think more and more things that they see in their day-to-day -day lives you know, you run with some type of cloud service. So the biggest thing to me is just education. Uh, Global Shop's a little unique. You can run either locally or you can run uh, in, in our cloud. We have about 30% of our customers running in the cloud, but I just try to educate them on, you know, the cloud in, in almost all cases is gonna be more secure than running locally. And in almost all cases, it's going to be faster. And so speed and security, just things that they're always looking for. Oh, and I, I'm sure they have cybersecurity front of mind on, you know, when they're thinking about the cloud. They do. They do. It's just, you know, like you alluded to a little bit earlier with it's hard for them to find people right now. And so this is just another thing that they could give us to 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 assist them on. Uh, so when you are talking with companies, you say that you, you meet with, uh, you know, a, a number of com companies every month, which is really admirable. You know, what are you finding that they're, they're telling you about the bottlenecks for making the transition or, you know, what they've had to overcome or what they're trying to overcome to, to make the transition? Uh, you mean on the cloud side or just in general? Let's do oh. in general. Okay. In general. So we go visit, we visit these customers every month and their biggest struggle right now, especially the last two years is finding people. Yep. It's people, people, people. And you hear that, you know, I just got back, Mike and I were in the UK in September and they were telling me in the UK, we have a very unique problem, Dusty. We don't have enough people. I go, man, brother, that's everywhere, you know? And so they, they need assistance um, and, and we can provide the, main, the, you know, the person power to provide them with that assistance, whether it is running on the cloud. We have a new service we just launched. It's called Virtual Controller for our customers that have lost their controller or their CFO recently. Um, it, we have software engineers that can do all this industry 4.0 integration for them and they those services, they love them. All right, let's put a pin in that one for a minute and okay. uh, and talk about, um, you know, of course, you know, manufacturers are hit with a host of issues. And one of those is the supply chain disruption. So how can more widespread deployment of ERP software and manufacturing help improve the status of the U.S. supply chain, in your opinion? Yeah, I think our best customers tell us that that Global Shop Solutions is their most valuable asset. Um, it gives them the visibility um, to, you know, hits and misses as they're happening real time instead of afterwards. Um, if more manufacturers can see things as they're happening during the production process, you know, and these big customers changing all their delivery dates, 
Instead, instead of sometimes weeks or months afterwards, they can predict issues, you know, and double down on their wins a lot faster. So we're trying to give them that real-time information to quickly, quickly, quickly make decisions. And is there anything that manufacturers can do to, to ease their, their issues? I mean, of course, there, there's your solutions, but have you seen uh, adopt any other practices, maybe not even technology focused that um, have been able to help them in those efforts? I mean, we're all seeing the, the, um, the after effects of supply chain disruption. I don't know if you all have been trying to get half and half lately, but uh, <laughs> it's everywhere, you know, food, Everywhere, automotive, you name it. Uh, It's everywhere. And and so, I mean, one of the things, so so we have have two divisions of our company, really. We have new implementations. We're very fortunate. We have a ton of new implementations going on right now. And that's to initially get the customer live. Okay. And then the second thing we have that we really have staffed up on is our continuous improvement team. And that's for those existing customers who you know, they have a lot of turnover, so they don't want to lose their momentum with what they're using with Global Shop Solutions. They want to adopt all these Industry 4.0 things. Those don't those are just magically happen. Uh, it takes a lot, lot of work and boots on the ground and, and someone inter- understanding how to integrate these systems. So we've really beefed up our continuous improvement department to assist our existing customers, whereas 10 years ago, they would have just done that themselves. They don't have the manpower to do that themselves. They're too busy with the demand that they're trying to meet right now that they need us to come in and assist with these things. ERP software has been in place for decades. You know, you know, some indicate, some experts indicate that with the advent of Industry 4.0 and it's focused on operations technology, and there's that you know, that friction between operations technology and IT, you know, that that will uh, result in some changes to how the front office works and, and how ERP software works. Uh, I mean, have you had to deal with that? When, when Industry 4.0 first came out, I, I kind of questioned, you know, are, are people going to see the relevance in, in what we do? Okay. And are they going to, are they going to be as interested in ERP software as they were in the past? Um, I, I just saw a recent study how the ERP inquiries are way up this year. Um, and then I look at a tool that we have, and it's called our Application and Report Center. So we have we have something called our Application and Report Center, and it means if we do a little tailor tailor job or customization for one customer we publish it and then that's available to all of our customers and it's so crazy popular um i I just think it's so cool but you'd think you know if if there was less demand in erp you you wouldn't have as much as this of this tailoring and customization going on we're posting one to two new projects per day in that application and report center. That's how much people want to adopt to this new technology, lean out their principles, you know, and lean out their technology, do all this industry 4.0 stuff. But again, they don't have the manpower to do it. So they want to lean on us to assist them. 
do you foresee an issue with moving away from basically manufacturing principles? We've been talking about uh, here at, at the Institute, uh, next lane, you know, taking into um, consideration, you know, the changes that are happening with Industry 4.0, but still remaining uh, focused on the principles of lean. So, I mean, have you seen anything in that area that... Uh, like it that, going away? Not going away, but... But you know, do you do you think that uh, that actually, as manufacturers are maybe moving away from it, that they really should be doubling down? Yeah, I see them doubling down. Um, I don't see them moving away from the lean principles of, of at all. If if anything, it's kind of the opposite because they have more data, and you give them a little win, and you give some young kid at that company. You know, oh, man, I cut out two hours of this process where as we used to have to key in these orders. Now I receive them electronically or I receive the changes electronically. You give a company a small win like that, those wins will just expound and they won't stop. And it's really, really fun to watch. Um, I don't know. I always tell people I run to my job every day. I don't really do that. But I mean, I run because I like coming here every day just to see the new things that our customers are implementing and hear the success stories. That's, that's my, you know, kick-ass coffee for every morning there. <laughs> I, can, I can say that. Yeah. <laughs> you can say that. You can say that. Um, and, and, and it is interesting because I, you know, what, what we're seeing and especially during the pandemic is that those who um, that re- relied on their, their lean principles and their continuous improvement you know, measures, you know, adapted so much better than, than the other manufacturers, especially, you know, when you you get, especially when you're at that, that small to mid-sized level. Oh, I got, so we have so many success stories here. Um, We publish them and we, we play them on display monitors here at Global Shop Solutions. So Catherine, if you're ever in greater Houston, I'd love to give you a tour of, of Global Shop and you could see some of these in action. I would love that. How about sharing some of your favorites? Do you have one or two that uh, that's come to mind? Yeah. So I got a letter the other day. This is from a big customer called ATEC. They're an aerospace company. Um, they run us, can't remember if it's at four or five companies that they own. And the 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 letter that I got from their director of IT, she said that, you know, they used to run all these reports. And with our new dashboard designer product, they've replaced 30 of these reports. And they're all now interactive dashboards for the employees to see without having to click and run reports. Um, I saw another one last month. I saw a customer called Gear Marie. I mean, if you want to talk about a showcase of CNC equipment integrated with Industry 4.0 with Global Shop Solutions as the hub, man, this is it. Um, just, I don't know. I can't go on on all the different things that, that, that both ATEC and Gear Marie have done to tailor the system with their equipment, their people, their processes, and mold all those together for more efficiency. That would be great to see. And it is interesting to, to see how, I mean, we're, we're in a transition period. And so it's going to be another 
decade, two decades to replace all of that legacy machinery that's still yeah. doing the job, you yeah. know, to be able to retrofit it with sensors to pull the data from it and to integrate it to the new technologies. It is really interesting how companies are doing that right now. And it, it's going to be a fun 10 to 20 years. I am. Yeah, I'm excited. That I agree. Um, so what's next for Global Shop Solutions? Well, I think we've got a real killer development uh, schedule plan for 2023. We just, we do, along with visiting the customers per month, um, uh, Christina Patton, who's one of our customer success managers, she sets up what we call game days. So we had our game day. It's kind of like when game day comes to Ohio State. Uh, We're not that popular, but (laughs) we get a bunch of customers from the local areas in town, get them together and show them all the new stuff. So we kicked that off with the Houston game day last week. We've got the Dallas one on Thursday and we'll be at all these different cities around the world. So that's really, really fun to just show our development schedule. Um, Our first AI tool comes out towards the end of this year, which I'm really excited about. And, And then the biggest thing, just listen, you know, love, serve and care our great customers. When you listen, they have such killer ideas. Um, and and integrate those into your standard product. That that's what we're working on. That's fantastic, Dusty. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I truly enjoyed uh, spending some time with you. Okay, look forward to your visit to the Woodlands, Texas, Catherine. I I can't wait. Thank you.